Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This is The Guardian. When I say it was an idea that was literally a drunken idea, I'm not kidding you. We'd had a few beers and I just, it just, I don't know how it came to me, it just did. I just thought Talking Pitches is a great name for it. Hey, Laura Murphy-Oates here, coming to you from Gadigal Land, and this is the Full Story Summer Series, the tale I dine out on. We've asked 10 of our favourite storytellers, including actors, comedians, writers and more, to share an extraordinary story. Today, we have Mike Bowers, Guardian Australia's photographer at large and host of Talking Pitches on ABC Insiders, on how a coaster in a Brussels pub started a legacy and what he's learned from photographing politicians and talking to cartoonists for over 20 years. The story begins with my being on leave. Um, Barry Cassidy, who was the original host and uh, the man who really invented um, Insiders, was at the time in the year 2000, the European correspondent for the ABC based in Brussels. So I took three months off at the end of uh, 2000 after the Olympics were finished and I was travelling around Europe visiting various friends and acquaintances and people I'd uh, I'd worked with and I called into Brussels to say hello to Barry Cassidy and his wife Heather Hewitt and um, Barry told me that he was uh, finishing up his posting with the ABC in Europe and that he was coming back to Australia to pitch a uh, program idea to the powers that be at the ABC and uh, it was to be a political program on a Sunday morning and he asked me at that time what would you put in it um, from where you sit as a, as a photographer who has spent a lot of his career um, photographing politicians. We um, went out to dinner one night and we were discussing all sorts of things that perhaps it could contain and talking pictures was just one of them and we went, we went on a bit of a pub crawl. Brussels is a fantastic uh, town for little bars, uh, little niche bars. And we, one of the places we drank at was called Mort Savitz, which is sudden death. Um, and another place was uh, the bank, which was actually a bar situated in an old bank and it still had all the, the old um, uh, vaults there. So um, Talking Pictures was literally 
a bit of a drunken idea from the vault. And uh, and we wrote it on a coaster, thank goodness, because we had a few drinks and I don't think we might have um, remembered it. I still had that coaster for many years. I tried to find it for this series, but I wasn't able to locate it. But I, I think it is at home somewhere. I just can't quite locate it. So that was my input to it when he was there and I had no idea that when he would get back to Australia and pitch the uh, program idea to the ABC, they would say yes. And um, it started off in 2001 um, in July after the a thing called the Aston by-election. Um, there was a by-election in the seat of Aston and that Sunday was the first Sunday of uh, Insiders and about... Six months later, there was an election and Barry rang me up and he said, we want to launch Talking Pictures and I want you to give it a go as hosting it. And I was shocked because I thought, well, I've got no experience uh, in doing this. And he took a real chance and said to me, look, um, it's your idea. You're the one that can sort of get this off the ground. And we had absolutely no idea what we were doing. Mike Bowers, I'm talking pictures this morning with cartoonist for the Courier-Mail, Sean Leahy. Very warm welcome back, Sean. Well, thanks, Mike. Great to be back. According to Euro Money magazine... Um, I'd always felt that still images and cartoons specifically had a way of um, condensing down the quite complicated politics in a way that nothing else quite did. You could have a single picture or a cartoon that would get right to the core of a complicated political matter in a way that sometimes a thousand words didn't. And I'd always felt that it was kind of underplayed because at the time, you know, the internet was in its infancy. And so a um, cartoonist who, for instance, was based uh, with uh, the, the Herald Sun in Melbourne didn't get much exposure outside of that um, state. And so the cartoons were very state-based, except for the Australian, which is, in a, which is a, you know, countrywide distribution, most of the cartoonists were only seen by their local state. So my feeling was that um, there was definitely a market there to expose these cartoons particularly and still pictures to a greater audience because quite often the thing that is cemented in people's minds, like Alexander Downer and the fishnet stockings, was cemented there because of what a still picture initially does, and then cartoonists pick up that theme and run with it. So if you think about Alexander Downer and fishnet stockings, if you think about John Howard and his um, tracksuit, various things stick with people. And it was the still photographers initially that sort of make the political imagery, and then it's the cartoonists that make it stick with the person. We are blessed in this country to have some of the finest political cartoonists in the world, and we really do, considering our population, I think punch above our weight in terms of the quality of political. It's almost a, it's almost an Australian tradition that um, politicians can be fair game for humour. Warren Brown thought that uh, Kevin Rudd had Julia on toast and he drew the happy little Vegemite. I think Kevin Rudd thought he had Julia on toast there at one stage. Politicians are always very aware of their images, some more so than others, but um, I have had on occasions people get very upset with me for elevating some photo or cartoon uh, that they haven't liked. And then other times people surprise me, like Philip Ruddock. I went to his house in the early days we used to do politicians on talking pictures 
pictures and, you know, politicians that had collections and stuff. And he had a collection of cartoons and some of which were really cruel to him. He had them hanging on his kitchen wall. And uh, he, he said, look, you know, I just, I just like all cartoons involving me. Tony Burke, for instance, says he'll buy any cartoon that's got him with a guitar in it. So I'm surprised the cartoonists of Australia haven't worked it out that there's a sale in, uh, in the fact that they can sell a copy of their cartoon to Tony Burke if they put him with a guitar. He likes to think of himself as a guitarist and he's actually quite handy with a guitar. Um, but uh, on, on very rare occasions I've had... Um, yeah, press secretaries come to me to say that uh, their boss is very displeased with me for elevating uh, and giving a national audience to some cartoon or photo that they didn't like, and that just is red rag to a bull to me. I go harder when they do that. There's also the flip side of that. You know, recently the member for Dunkley, Peter Murphy, lost her battle with cancer and there was a full sort of day of condolence motions. And as a photographer who covers federal politics, it was a very moving day. And it's one of the few times when politicians from all sides of the political spectrum, from all parts of the political spectrum, actually come together and treat each other with a modicum of respect. It's a, it's a shame that the parliament doesn't function in that way for, for you know, really important issues um, that, that affect our country. But um, the photos I'd taken of Peter, who was, who was an extraordinary local member, she was a very good local member and well-liked too across the political spectrum. Um, her, her staff wanted um, pictures just before she died to try and present them, so I sent, I sent them everything that I'd ever shot of her. And you know, I posted something to Instagram the night she died and I had a selection of those photos and uh, that's when you realise that you are the rough draft of history um, and um, an important part of our democratic process. Photographing politics is a unique skill and you can't just learn it overnight and I'm really comfortable um, doing it. I like doing it. I like a lot of the figures in politics. Not all of them, obviously. There are some pretty objectionable human beings that take up politics from all sides of the spectrum, but mostly, you know, all of them start with wanting to make Australia a better place. They don't all finish up in that position, but a lot of them start there. I often think there's something in the leather on the government side of the benches and the longer they sit on it, that soaks up their backsides and makes them arrogant. And it happens to politicians from all sides of politics that um, however they've started with sort of a, a, a good, strong moral compass, they don't always stay that way. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Sean Leahy, it's always a great pleasure having you on. Thank you very much for taking the time. Oh, it's been good to be here. And would you like to do the honours? I'd love to. 
Back to you, Barry. <laughs> Fiona, it's always a great pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for taking the time. Oh, thank you, Mike. Would you like to do the honours? Back to you, Barry. People would yell, hey, back to you, Barry. And um, you'd get it in the weirdest places. I was in um, Adams Woods in um, in California, which is a redwood forest uh, in uh, the wilds of winter, as it was in the Northern Hemisphere with my children. And I got back to you, Barry, in the middle of nowhere. Um, it happens in the weirdest places. And, um, and so it became, there wasn't as much alliteration when David Spears took over because back to you, David, or back to you, Spears, he doesn't quite work as well as an alliteration as back to you, Barry, but we still uh, keep up the tradition and it was Reg Lynch who started that. So well done, Reg. And, and so Back to You, Barry, became a thing that um, people used to sort of, uh, you know, scream at me in public. I'd be down doing the weekly shopping at Marrickville Metro in Sydney's uh, West and I'd get uh, what my producer and I called Getting Back to You, Barry. There are less and less photographers who are practicing and with artificial intelligence, AI and uh, deep fakes becoming something, it's important that our readership understands the trustworthiness of photojournalism in the political sphere, that what they're looking at is not something that's been manufactured in someone's mind and then translated to artificial intelligence to produce it. And trust in the political images is going to be a vitally important thing. So I think it's, it's, it's not overblown to say that it's an important part of any functioning democracy to have uh, photojournalists that can interpret the politics and shoot them. And, and talking pictures is a little part of that. That was Guardian Australia's photographer-at-large, Mike Bowers. This episode was produced by Alison Chan, Pamela Ronziokas and Karishma Luthria. Sound design and mixing by Daniel Simo. The executive producers were Hannah Parks and Miles Montagnoni. We'll be back with another tale tomorrow. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.